We're in for a wild night. Welcome, 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 everyone, to episode 178 of Born to be Wild, a wild and wild adjacent exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild and wild adjacent formats of Hearthstone and spotlighting <laughs> members of the wild community. I'm your host, as always, uh, Electric Sheep City. It is great to be back on this beautiful Friday evening here in the Denver Boulder area of Colorado. And I am joined tonight by my favorite person, Hydralis. Hydra, how are you? I'm doing great. And I'm someone's favorite person. Hooray! Yeah, <laughs> you know it. Uh, you know- I'm doing great coming at you from the greater Vancouver area and Friday night's always an awesome night. Uh, things have been a little crazy lately. We had some mother nature issues last week, darn those storms and weren't able to do a show. So uh, apologies for that, but we are here tonight and we're very excited to do so. So for those of you joining us for the first time, welcome aboard. Let me briefly explain how this show works. We record this podcast live every Friday evening at twitch.tv slash born to be wild HS. And the video version of this podcast is then posted to YouTube shortly thereafter. Audio versions are always distributed to all podcast apps. So however you are watching, listening, or absorbing via osmosis this podcast today, thank you. Yes you yeah so before we get into the main topic of the show i'd like to say a quick thank you to shokunin and the other patrons of our show your support means the world to us if you enjoy this content please like subscribe and comment on this video on youtube another simple way to support the show is to leave a review on itunes spotify google Podcasts. not for very much longer it's going away it makes me sad uh, or your mm. podcast platform of choice. If you're watching live on Twitch, we've got some awesome emotes that you can unlock by subscribing to the channel, which is, of course, free if you use your Amazon Prime. Plug, plug, plug. And, of course, there are also <laughs> emotes you can unlock completely free in this channel just by following. We've also got some Born to be Wild merchandise. So there, uh, if you're watching, uh, we've got the lovely Schmoopy Daddy and Schmoopy Mommy on screen wearing some of that stuff. You can uh, find that uh, a link to the shop on our website, which is borntobewildhs.com. Finally, if you'd like to support the show financially, you can also join our Patreon for as little as a buck a month. Uh, just a buck a month. And of course, if you'd like to interact with us personally, you can always join the Discord so Discord is, of course, a free and amazing online community of friends from all across the world. And we mean that. Uh, we love talking about Wild Hearthstone. Links to all of these stuff and all of these things and more can be found on our website, which is, again, borntobewildhs.com. Hydra, I, I believe that we've got some uh, funny usernames to dedicate this particular show to. We do. So we're going to dedicate this episode to Deep Black, Lord of Potato, Potato. I mean, <laughs> uh, Gothic Yoshi. I want to see what a Gothic Yoshi looks like. I know Shmoopy Daddy tried to see uh, if there was 
a, a gif uh, about a gothic yoshi that didn't work out so well um but our big one that we are going to dedicate this episode to is drum roll please dog poop this show is dedicated to you dog poop <laughs> so on that note one thing that is not dog poop is hydralisk's week hydra how has your week been my friend my week has actually been pretty good i i actually can't recall how open i've been about what's sort of been going on recently but things have been a little crazy for me where um someone at my work in a management position decided they were going to you know, uh, pursue another uh, opportunity somewhere else. Now, uh, this was in the department that I used to be in. And I thought, hey, hey, I can do that thing, right? And I had a lot of people approach me. I actually had my manager and director approach me, all telling me, like, you, you got to go do the thing. You got to apply for the thing. And there's been... Uh, there has been a few, I don't know how many people uh, applied for the position, but um, I did a little resume buffing and did a little, you know, soul searching <laughs> and decided I was going to, you know, do the thing, click the button. We have this like online applying uh, system. And yeah, so I, I went for it and I ended up scoring the interview. I was a little stressed out. It's been a while since I've gone on an interview, but uh, I always worry, like, are they going to ask you something that you just blank on, you know, like you're, you're all hung up. And you know what? Um, my wife told me that, that I'm usually pretty good on the spot with things. And it turned out, yeah, like I actually didn't even really worry about it as, as much as maybe I should have, but like off the cuff, everything worked out pretty great. And I walked out of that interview pretty good. Then I was, so this was last Friday. And then I was told, we'll let you know next week, you know, where we stand. And I said, all right, when next week? Like, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Happy and days. then I was told at least by, <laughs> at least by the end of the week. So nothing like all week long. And today I'm going to work. I'm like, well, it's got to be today, right? And so I wait all the way till about 20 after two, uh, where um, one of the directors came and he, he grabbed me and he's like, all right, ready for a chat? I'm like, sure. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, you walk into the room, HR is there, blah, 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 blah. And actually, no, sorry, HR wasn't there. Sheep and I talked about this. This was a whole kerfuffle, but um, <laughs> they, they, they offered me the job. It's a management position where I work. I verbally accepted and i am now bossy hydra bossy hydra <laughs> indeed congratulations Hooray! thank you uh yeah so uh the industry that i'm in it's ge geotechnical instrumentation it's it's a mouthful but uh in general i've been in the business for 18 years now and I guess my my work history, my my resume, my health and safety history, and everything like that, um, it all added up to a point where I guess they liked it. So, uh, and they liked me. So I yeah I, I I got I got the job. I now have a whole bunch of people under me and lead hands over those people, but also still under me. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a transition um, from what I was doing before. What I was doing before in 
and quality and everything like that. It's still going to apply to my job um, as Bossy Hydra. But <laughs> uh, I'm super, super stoked. I do have to go to work an hour earlier than normal. So I'm sort of sad about that. Who wants to wake up an hour earlier? Boo. I, mean, <laughs> I, I think it'll be worth it, but also totally feel you there. I, I can't imagine being at work by 7 a.m. on the regular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the job I had before this, Sheep, I actually started at 5 a.m. And I did that for three and a half years. How? but at at five i used to work five till five um it was 12 hours it was brutal uh but uh yeah anyway so i'll be starting at 7 a.m instead of 8 a.m now um and yeah it's it's a big deal so i'm i'm pretty stoked i never imagined seven years ago when i started at this place that i'd you know like the guy that interviewed me, I have his job now. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> look at you. You're the boss now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I'm really stoked. I, I had clammy hands all day, man. Like as soon as I found out, like I got the thing and people just start coming up and shaking my hands. I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> they're going to feel my clammy, anxious hands. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was good. Congratulations again, man. Well, well earned, well deserved. And and I'm glad that you're getting the the recognition that I mean, I always felt felt like you you had earned and deserved it. And I'm glad that they see that that as well. So congratulations. Thank you. That means a lot. I appreciate it. Uh, I'll do a quick, quick little Stephen King update. We'll get too deep into it. But um, I'd started the novella collection different seasons a while ago, actually, when blister guy was on but i get interrupted mm-hmm. by holly um but so i i got back to it and i finished off the body which is the stand by me uh if you've seen the movie stand by me that's the book the body uh it was so good that when i was done i wanted to read it again that is how good reading the body is so if wow. you have not read the body read it now <laughs> it's not that long it's a novella right you can probably get it done in a few hours kind of thing and then the next one after that was um, a novella called The Breathing Method in the same collection. A lot shorter, but also like really, really good. Not as good as The Body, but I I mean, if you're reading Different Seasons, it's the last one in the book. I recommend reading that. And then I moved on to the next collection called Skeleton Crew. Now, if you've ever watched the movie The Mist or yeah. the show, have you seen that movie, Sheep? I have. It was interesting. <laughs> What's What's interesting about it is it's so that movie came out in like 2008, something like that. Mm -hmm. That short story was written like in the late 70s. So it took a long time. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. For for it to come out. And the ending in the book is not the same as in the movie. Apparently. So you probably remember the ending that I'm talking about in the movie. Apparently, Stephen King didn't see it coming because they changed it up. (laughs) And he thought it was he said like. I know like he notoriously doesn't like the shining adaptation because mm-hmm. they changed the ending and stuff like that um, and other stuff, but he loved that, t- the, the change that they did for the mist. Like he, apparently he really enjoyed that and thought it was super creative and awesome, but that's not what he wrote. So I'm super excited to see what is actually in the book <laughs> when I get to the end, but that's what I'm reading now. I'm reading the mist, which is uh, part of the skeleton crew collection. Now, Enough about that. This is a Hearthstone podcast. It is a wild and twist podcast because uh, 
new season, right? Um, I haven't oh, decided yeah. what I'm going to play in wild yet, but um, Sheep over here uh, has been playing some stuff. I'll let him discuss it more, but one of his suggestions was a Druid deck, and I took that, and apparently it works. So <laughs> <laughs> I am going to continue to, to play Sheep's deck. I'll let him talk a little bit more about it, but it's winning. I got a 67% win rate with it. I will probably use it to climb in Twist this month until anything changes, but yeah, pretty good. I will be playing Wild. I haven't decided what I want to do yet, in wild this season but it's only the third so we'll see what happens but uh yeah it was a great week for me um why don't you tell us about your week sheep yeah so my week not quite as great as yours was still still had a lot of fun so um baby has not been uh sick for now for a couple weeks he's he's doing doing really well um i however so we didn't have a show last week, partially because um, <laughs> th things got a little little chilly here, and um, I, I live in in a new construction. And what happened? Apparently, I, I found this out not during the show time, but like later on in the weekend last weekend. Uh, they the new construction folks cut the like internet to like the whole neighborhood, and then because it was snowing like the internet folks couldn't come out to like fix all of the things until like Monday. No! <laughs> like by the time I got home from work, cause I, I typically work from home on Monday, but couldn't really do that thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so by Fair the time enough. I got home from work, they had like just fixed it on Monday. Um, so it finally got fixed, but uh, yeah, that was a, a whole debacle. I did, however, get to play some Hearthstone. So in Twist, um, I was playing some aggro druid, some beast aggro druid. Went from, uh, you know, bronze 10 to like diamond three and then five and then three and then five. And then I switched back to my uh, uh, hand buff paladin and finished the, the, the climb, got to legend, hit hit it at uh rank nine so you yeah know, low for twist <laughs> <laughs> i also I, I hit it on day two i, I didn't hit it on day one because you know I, I was working all day <laughs> but day two nine is pretty solid you may not have only been you know among eight other players your win rate may have had something to do with that i'm pretty sure it did, especially because I was uh, only at ten stars again again this month. So <laughs> I was not. I did not have the extra stars from D five to legend. <laughs> wow. Um, see what happens, and and this is what happens to me in in wild as well. Is I'll hit legend, and then I'll either you know keep playing the deck that got me there and that that I was having a lot of fun with. Or I'll start experimenting and playing, you know, some other stuff to see how well it works. Sometimes it works out pretty well, and sometimes it it's fun, but it does does not do so well. And that's what kind of happened last season in Twist in particular. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I've also been playing an amazing other game. Uh, Aramorn and I have, have been uh, having some conversations about Spider-Man 2. I was going to say, you started, you said an amazing other game. Uh -huh. So, uh, uh -huh. 
<laughs> you picked up what I'm throwing down. <laughs> so, uh, you know, last weekend I didn't have internet. I already had Spider-Man. So... <laughs> ah, nice! Yeah, I played through... I I may have gotten the Platinum Trophy. I think it was, like, what, last... Either last weekend or, like, early this week. It may have been, like, Monday of this week. I don't know. Time is a flat circle on, 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 your, <laughs> on your wrist. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> hey, why not? it's just such a good game and you know no internet i couldn't really you know like i played a bit of hearthstone on my phone but yeah i i already had the game on on the stuff and things and oh it's so much fun such a good game i think i i talked about last weekend how like or last on the 20th that how i had like just gotten it i couldn't wait to uh, that i had like just started it because it had finished downloading then so it t- took me a little bit more than a week to platinum it but uh yeah super fast platinum super fa- super incredible game had a blast doing that thing but i also had a blast keeping up with the hearthstone news this past really couple weeks welcome to the news the news is so good oh the news is so good um you know a lot of us were a little confused at, at some things that have been going on on Twitter. And there was a really cool thread that started off uh, this past week that, that Celestalong started. And I, you know, I actually got really invested in this thread. So I, I, I feel like we should explore this. Let's go down Celestalong's Twitter feed and his thread where he started off rating his favorite catch-ups of all time. So he started off with a tweet saying, I love ketchup. Like, I really love ketchup. If you put enough ketchup on anything, it'll taste like ketchup. And that's a great thing. (laughs) Not many things can claim that, but it also means that which ketchup you use is of paramount importance. So as a ketchup aficionado, I have great experience with a wide range of ketchups and would like to share that knowledge with the world so that all can benefit. So without further ado, Celestalon presents Celestalon's best ketchups. He said, I will post one per day so you have time to savor each. So starting out with with number 10, you know, th- this was on October 25th. Happy birthday, Guy Grumpy, uh, and my sister. It makes it really easy to remember Guy Grumpy's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so starting with Heinz Simply. Heinz is a staple among ketchups, and their Simply version replaces the normal high-fructose corn syrup with cane sugar, resulting in a sweeter, albeit oilier, sauce. An excellent choice for any general-purpose ketchup need. Fair enough. Let's move on to number nine. Number nine, and you know, I, I, I agree with this one. Annie's organic. <laughs> a decent, all-natural ketchup. A little sweet, a little tart. I'm not personally a fan of how much thinner it is than most ketchups, but otherwise, pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Do you, do you ever buy Annie's, by the way? Have you ever had Annie's? I, I don't know that I have had Annie's, um, but the next one on the list, you, you, you were agreeing hard with Annie's organic, and I'm agreeing hard. With number eight, Whataburger spicy ketchup. So the the only thing I would say is that this is much higher on my list 
So Whataburger is a, a fast food restaurant uh, local to Texas, my, my old stomping grounds. Mm. And their spicy ketchup is incredible. So Celestalon editorializes a solid spicy ketchup in eighth place, though it may have a little more spice than I'd like for a general purpose ketchup, but does great in the situation befitting it. You know what? I might like this because I often actually mix barbecue sauce into ketchup and Ooh. make my own sort of like spicy barbecue ketchup sort of mix. And this seems like an all-in-one genius. All right. Number seven from Celestalon. Only at number seven, but don't let that fool you. This is the gold standard. What everything else is measured against. As far as widely available mass product ketchups go, you cannot go better. So this is just your standard Heinz 57 tomato ketchup. And he said, yes, I'm looking at you, Hunts lovers. <laughs> you cannot <laughs> find any better. I mean, that's all we buy, to be honest. It's a classic for a reason. It is a classic for a reason. And moving on to number six, <laughs> Trader Joe's Organic. This one has a strong sweetness to it. That is just perfect to go on a burger with some grilled onions. It's it's, it's a, another classic. Trader Joe's, a, a, an American staple. Um, just solid, solid choice there. We, we live very close to the border and people from here drive just to go to Trader Joe's. So apparently it's good. <laughs> Can confirm. All right. Number five, Whataburger Fancy. So I'm guessing Sheep has had this as well as he is a local of the Whataburger franchise. But uh, as we get to the top five, the real winners start to appear. Whataburger makes its second appearance with their fancy traditional ketchup. A little sweeter than most, a little thicker, and a hint of garlic that makes this one really stand out. Yeah, and the hits keep on coming with number four, Sir Kensington's Classic. We're getting serious now, into ketchups you've likely never heard of, but really should. Sir Kensington's, a ketchup for when you really want to taste your ketchup. The sauce is extremely tomato-heavy, almost like a rich, extra-thick tomato jam. And and this one does look look a little little uh, little snooty, as as Aramorn says in, in the chat. Uh, it's got got a, a guy with a monocle and a you know twirly mustache and a top hat. Just oh, you, you can tell that that Sir Kensington plays himself some Monopoly. <laughs> Well, this you think that's snooty. Wait till you hear the price point on this one. Um, so Stonewall Country Kitchen coming in at number three. When I saw this and I saw like that thickness in this. Oh, my gosh. Let, let me read it first. Certainly a premium feeling ketchup. No squeeze bottle can hold this. It's chunky. Pepper seeds for a solid kick. Finely chopped onions and all around quality ingredients for when you want to break out the good stuff. I, as soon as I saw this, I wanted to buy it. And I looked on Amazon. It was selling for like $25 for a <laughs> jar. <laughs> That's a little outrageous. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm not buying it. <laughs> well, when you really want to break out the good stuff, uh, you definitely <laughs> go with Stonewall Kitchen Country. And you know, if only we could break out this good stuff as well. Because number two is Jack in the Box Grill Fancy. Number two is a lost treasure. 
Back in 2004, Jack in the Box converted a few, excuse me, Jack in the Box converted a few of their locations into JBX Grill. These were test stores for a much higher end style of fast food. Big comfy chairs, a fireplace. They bring your food out to you. Much higher quality, all that good stuff. I the 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 tweet got cut off and I and I didn't expand it there, but it's it was fancy Jack in the Box ketchup. Celestial knows that there will be some angst about putting a ketchup that's no longer available <laughs> on the list, but it was just that good. If anyone worked in Jack in the Box test kitchens twenty years ago and can look up a recipe, share share it with Chad, share it with us. We we need this ketchup recipe. <laughs> all right so you're probably all wondering what number one is going to be and so were the rest of us that were following this thread for many days um does celestalon really really just love ketchup or was a there a point to this entire thing well number one is ketchup packs ever thought about coming back to hearthstone but then remembered all the cards that you have missed and would have to collect (laughs) This new type of pack completely flips that overwhelming feeling upside down. Up to 50 cards per pack based on your standard collection size. We are giving out a bunch of these for free and adding a bunch to the new expansion bundles at no extra cost. For example, excited by the new Shadow of the Badlands expansion but haven't played in a few years? Grab the Mega Bundle! And all the free catch-up packs, and you will end up with over half the cards from the last two years. There are bundles for gold or huge discounts to raise that even further. And they're all real cards. You can disenchant them, craft them, whatever you want. (laughs) All in all, this drastically reduces what's needed to come back to the game or join for the first time and get meta-competitive. The ketchup pack. <laughs> well <laughs> earned first place in Celestalon's ketchup ratings there. <laughs> <laughs> so our uh, Celestalon uh, kind of gives us some more info into how these ketchup packs work. So here are some of the juicy details. Same rarity distribution as normal packs. Hold on. Uh-huh. Is that tomato juice? You know, he he doesn't specify here. It, it okay. may be a little garlicky, like like the uh, Whataburger fancy ketchup. We'll we'll, we'll have to crack open a, a few packs to find out. <laughs> so these have the same rarity distribution as normal packs. They're all nine golden cards. So so you know, whales n- need not feel like they they need to to grab these. These are to help people catch up. Uh, The card count in each pack varies from five cards to 50 cards, 50 cards in a single pack. So the goal here is to help people catch up quick and easy while still being the same size as normal packs for high collection players. The count is calculated per expansion, one to 10 cards per expansion, five to 50 cards total. So are you below 25% collection? You get the the maximum amount of cards per expansion. So, you know, 10 per expansion, 50 cards. If you have 75% of the collection or above, you only get one card per expansion. So five cards total. Between those, it just scales linearly. It's based on the 
cards you've ever owned. So if I were to go go in and disenchant all of my standard cards, I would still only be getting five cards per pack. Uh, so it, that's the same as duplicate protection. Since the pack size can vary, the first legendary and guaranteed rares are calculated per card. The first legendary is per expansion. So yes, that means five accelerated legendaries. More details, of what? course, can be found on the Play Hearthstone website. <laughs> so so it, it talks about the uh, collection percentage here. Uh, I'm guessing, so in the client, it shows us our overall collection, right? Like it gives us the overall percentage. Mm -hmm. I'm, I, I'm guessing this means standard collection with these ketchup packs or no yeah so so the way that chad kind of breaks it down here is that um the so the card count veering from five to fifty it looks at each individual expansion and since the, these are five expansions that it's looking at each like one slot it looks at each expansion so if let's say um i was playing in um voice to the sunken city i got a hundred percent of voyage to the sunken city I will get one card from that. But then let's say I just stopped playing. Mm. So the very next expansion, I would get 10 cards for, for that, that kind of pack slot. So oh, I got it. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, so instead of 50, I would get what? 45, 46, 46, because yeah. Math. Maths. I could, <laughs> I could also have done that incorrectly. No, it, it would, it would be 41. It'd be 41. Cause, 41. Cause okay. 10 per the, the, the four, and then one for the final 41 is if I had 100% of one of them and 0% of all the others. So anywhere oh, from man. five to 50 cards total, depending on how much you get for the packs or how much your, your collection was for each of those expansions that are made up of in the packs. You know, I feel like they just heard that Hydralisk wasn't playing on EU and Asia anymore. <laughs> Well, so <laughs> my my best friend who got me into Hearthstone, right? Like he hasn't played in ages and trying to find some way to get him back into it. It is really hard because he doesn't have any of the standard cards. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, OK, uh, one of the, the new cards is called Pocket Sand. Pocket Sand is a King of the Hill reference. It's something that he says every time he's leaving work, he's like, okay, pocket sand, I'm getting out of here. You know, just throwing that, that pocket sand into, into his, his boss's face so he can get, get out the door. Um, and so I, I broke the news to him that he's going to have to play Hearthstone because there's a pocket sand card. <laughs> you have to play Hearthstone. I mean, I, it, it wasn't easy news to deliver, but I, I broke the news to him. And now, even though this is the sixth you know, the, the most cards that are going to be in standard at a single time, he can catch up a lot easier because if he gets, you know, just a few of these catch up packs, he can actually have a competitive like collection and actually be able to play good decks and not just kind of like cobble things together to try and make something work. So it's, it's a great way to get people back into the game or into the game um, who don't have that that built up collection, which is great. What's really funny, actually that you mentioned that is I have a coworker who the other day was talking to me about this exact problem of I, he, he was saying I stopped playing about two years ago. Right. And he sees all these Titans and like all this stuff. And he's like, there's no way like, 
there's so many legendaries nowadays. There's so many, like, I'm so far behind. It's impossible. It's impossible. Well, guess what I'm going to talk to him about on Monday? <laughs> Ketchup bags. Because <laughs> it's the way to do it. It's so cool. And I cannot help but picture the stinking little Heinz ketchup packs every time I say, <laughs> are you saying ketchup packs? I know, right? <laughs> well, and it, it's wild too. I, I can't remember exactly how they like broke it down um, whenever they were showing it on the screen at BlizzCon. Um, and, you know, this this happened like right before um, we started recording tonight. So, so it wasn't like super easy to kind of refer back to and, and all that good stuff, but it was something like for the, from the 20 or, or 40, or however many packs it, it showed, you know, they did the like mass pack opening and it was something like 500, 700 cards that, that they got from it. It's just an absurd Whoa. number of cards to just Whoa. be able to be caught up like that. It's just, it's a fantastic way of implementing it. I'm, I'm a big you know, fan. My son too, Mini Hydra, he, he, he quite often, like he comes up to me, he's like, dad, am I an OG? Like, what do you mean? Is it my OG Hearthstone player? I'm like, hmm, sort of. Yeah, you did play back in the day, but you don't play still, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, but doesn't that still make me an OG? I'm like, hmm almost if you were still playing then yeah, maybe i'd call you an og it's like i'm tempting him a little bit uh -huh. right um this might be something that gets him going we'll see i i would never push him like let him play what he wants to play but this would be a good way like if i showed him this like hey look you can get all the cards like my son quit playing when patch is still in charge right so like it's been a while yeah <laughs> But then this would be a, a great way if he was ever interested in in hopping back in. Yeah, be pretty cool. Most definitely. And of course, how can you get these ketchup packs? Uh, ketchup packs have been added to both of the Showdown in the Badlands pre-purchase bundles. So ten in the regular pre-purchase bundle, twenty in in the Mega bundle. Um, everyone attending BlizzCon in person or who purchased either of the BlizzCon collection levels gets three ketchup packs automatically added. Um, there will also be a free login reward of two ketchup packs and an event that grants five ketchup packs with patch 28.0. So more details are forthcoming about that. Um, also in patch 28.0, ketchup packs will be added to the new and returning player experience. And finally, that's a mouthful. <laughs> I have to take a breath from between those. <laughs> there will be bundle offers in the shop that include ketchup packs as well. So lots of different ways that you can get that thing. I mean, 20 packs with the, the mega bundle, if you haven't been playing, is a ton. Um, again, since it scales yeah. with how much or little your collection levels in the past, like... You know, I, I have a, a full standard collection, those 20 packs. I mean, you know, I'll, I'm going to op open them because they they are specific to those previous five expansions. Um, you know, it's not like they scale, you know, w with anything. So I want to open them and, and I'm going to get my what? Four, 40. Sorry. Uh, five times two is 10. I'm going to get my hundred, you know, free, free cards, not free, but, you know, I want to get my hundred hundred cards, extra, extra cards. Yeah. Um, and not feel bad about it, but really these ketchup packs are not for me. They're not for Hydra. They're for mini Hydra. 
Therefore, yeah. <laughs> I just co-worker. Therefore, me trying to build up a collection for my son for if he ever decides to start playing. You know, stuff like that. Did you start an account called Little Lamb? Zappy Lamb Town, but yeah. I, I think his was ZLT was the... <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the official. That's that's super cool. Yeah, build that collection. And then if he doesn't like Hearthstone, then you'll just be stuck playing multiple accounts. It's all good. There could be worse things. I, I could be trying to juggle <laughs> three different regions. I don't know how you did but that you for don't... that long, man. I don't know how you did it for that long. <laughs> I, I, yeah, like, I super know. Super incredible. I, I think starting to do schooling stuff is what really killed it. Um, but it's, it was probably a good thing. Uh, what you can do, though, and I, I, I don't think it's cheating, but you can if you're playing on uh, uh, Zappy Lambtown's account and you want to clear some quests, you can just play uh, Daddy Sheep, and you like you can play uh, three. Yeah. So it says play three games with Hunter or whatever, whatever on Zappy Lambtown's. Like you could play against yourself and 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 do that or uh see if um uh, mrs sheep wants to learn how to play hearthstone she could play in zappy lamb towns <laughs> well, and, and two i can i can borrow the decks from my account with his account so that i can do the things like play x number of titans or forge certain number of cards yeah. even though he doesn't yeah, have can. titan cards or forged forgeable cards yeah, I forgot that they have that that feature now. It's been a while that they ha have had it, but yeah, that that'll work really well, and you can you can complete the quest super easily. Yes, yes, good. Oh, you know what? And I remember showing my son. I, I'm like, like, oh, sheep should do this. Um, I remember showing my son. I I made him a face hunter deck, right? Like, like, why wouldn't you? Like, it's like the easiest oh, yeah. thing for a kid. Like, I first showed my son. He was probably five or something like that. It's just like right in the face <laughs> like that's just do that <laughs> <laughs> right in the face <laughs> <laughs> well there's a a new face of the forthcoming expansion showdown at the badlands that i can't wait to talk about and that is reno lone ranger so we are getting our first ever neutral hero card that's right. So Reno Lone Ranger is an eight mana neutral hero card with five, uh, you know, armor like hero cards tend to have. This battle cry is just incredible. So battle cry. If your deck has no duplicates, empty the enemy board. Poof. It's just gone. No death rattle effects. Not, not like the uh, if you're. You know, say I'm playing against Reno, I'm playing as Pirate Warrior, I've got, you know, the the juggernaut on board, the juggernaut goes away. The the board is just emptied completely. It's just gone. Yeah. Not dead, just gone. Poof. And limit it to one minion for a turn. It's high noon. <laughs> so like you can't basically you can't refill as the enemy the next turn. You can only play a card, right? Right. Exactly. Only one minion the the very next turn because it's high noon. <laughs> wow. So, so, you know, that, that's a really powerful battle cry. Just complete board wipe. Keep, keep the opponent from like refilling the board up the next turn. But what might Reno's hero power be? It changes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the Reno 
the Lone Ranger is a neutral hero card. It it looks like all of these these hero powers are references to the different classes in Hearthstone. So mm-hmm. the the first one listed here is Arcane Bullet. All, all of these are two mana. Uh, deal two damage. Refresh two mana crystals. Swaps each turn. So that's cool. That feels like pretty um, much like a, a what, what's it called that arcane spell mana biscuit conjured mana biscuit right yeah 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 so then there's yeah, spell makes bullet sense. oh oh no they, these aren't I I, I so the, they feel like the different different classes but these are all the different spell schools that's what's going yeah on it's here. schools yeah 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 because yeah. there's not enough for for it all class all classes so but it's, so some will encompass like fell being like demon hunter and warlock like it's gonna encompass a couple classes yeah based on those spell schools so fell bullet feels a lot like a warlock so deal two damage draw a card swaps each turn fire bullet deal two damage then deal one damage to all enemy minions i'm going to stop saying swaps each turn because these all swap each turn (laughs) (laughs) then frost bullet deal two damage gain four armor holly bullet deal two damage give a random friendly minion plus two plus two nature bullet deal two damage discover a spell and finally shadow bullet i think this is my favorite one deal two damage summon a random three cost minion yeah that's like a swing thing right you can eliminate something and summon something at the same time and and even though it's that's pretty cool it's a three cost minion your hero power again cost two mana so random three cost you're you're not only pinging but you're pinging for two just huge swing there that that's my favorite personally it's like a mini fire lance portal portal hero power (laughs) you know it really is (laughs) (laughs) and you know all those two damage those can go face too just saying oh they can so you know you you play hero lone ranger if you're at 10 mana you know, hero lone the Reno Lone Ranger only costs eight. You can then use your hero power and you can aim that right at the face because your opponent doesn't have any minions. They're gone. Hmm. Quest Hunter Reno Hero Deck. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's not saying that's good at all, but that's kind of sounded fun in my head just now because <laughs> you're picking face and doing things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not good. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I mean, who are we to tell you what to do? <laughs> but... <laughs> so, you know, in R- Reno's um, battle cry effect, just like the old school Reno requires you to be running a Highlander deck. So, so, if your deck has no duplicates, there's quite a bit of Highlander support in this set. So there, there are a few Highlander cards that I, I think that we want to kind of spotlight this week. Um, I'll, I'll let you take the first one because I know you are probably most excited for this one outside of Reno Lone Ranger. Well, yeah, I mean, and then my my um, my excitement originates from outside of the game to be honest but uh so this is gunslinger kurtris so this is 
Demon Hunter. Five mana, four, six, battle cry. If your deck has no duplicates, fire six random two damage shots at minions in the enemy's hand. Did I correctly? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You sure did. And that ignores in their hands. death rattles. Death rattles don't don't proc. That ignores divine shield. So if if I've got like a, a shielded mini bot in my hand, let's say that I have uh, six of shielded mini bots in my hand and that's my whole hand. My whole hand is gone. That's nuts. Like, oh, man, like imagine. Oh, imagine like a, an aggro deck just refilled their hand or something like that. And you play this and just destroy their hand like six, six random two damage shots like that's crazy if, if everything in their hand is low health i don't know if it can hit the same thing twice if it had two or one health i don't know if that that works or not but you could potentially annihilate your opponent's hand yeah so the, the way that they've kind of showed it is that whenever um you know a card essentially you know you're you kill the minion defeat the minion it goes away so they uh the video reveal for gunslinger kurtris um shows all of the entire hand going away except for one card that one card is um the uh five five beast with um stealth i'm drawing a blank on what it's called but um that one had been hit by a few of these these pew pews as well and it's a uh five mana five one with stealth and it's injured too so so it could be healed back up but it's like two of those pew, th those you know shots um hit that minion mm. Yeah. So, so, so play in Rage Warrior to counter this. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if that works either. Probably not. <laughs> no, no. So, so it, it ignores all the things that require the minion yeah, to be yeah. on board, like Divine Shield. Um, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. But <laughs> I like where your head's at. <laughs> it's so cool. Uh, and, and, and of course the reason I like it is cause it was besides the fact that it's really cool is that it was a uh, gunslinger. And, um, if you've listened to the podcast at all, you know, that cheap and I both like the gunslinger, which is a Stephen King. Book. Absolutely. And honestly, if Reno wasn't here, this may be, gosh, there's so many cool that I was going to say, this may be my favorite, no duplicate card in the set, but there are some really cool ones. Well, what is our next uh, no-duplicate Highlander card, Chief? Our next no-duplicate Highlander card is Thelderin the Lost. So it's a, a hunter, legendary minion, 4-mana, 3-4, Battlecry. If your deck has no duplicates, gain immune this turn and attack all enemies. We mentioned the, this uh, card last time, and we do have a, a brief uh, correction. Uh, I, I mistakenly said that Thelderin was a gnome. I meant dwarf. I just misspoke. Thank you, Blister Guy. <laughs> so yeah, I just had a flashback to the Discord. Yeah, thanks, Blister. Legitimately appreciate that because I—I mean, I just misspoke. That's what it was. <laughs> so we've already kind of highlighted Thelder in the last a little bit. Hunter has some uh, different, like, um, uh, hand and deck buffing cards. It's pretty cool. Um, not going to be super consistent because it's a Highlander. You know it relies on your deck having no duplicates but it's still a really powerful effect and even if you're just playing it as a four mana three aoe that also hits the face like that's that's still a really powerful effect 
I think this is an amazing card. Like, it, it, it's good. It, it'll probably be better in standard than in wild, but like, it's it's pretty soft. Attacks all enemies on turn four. Like, if there's an aggro deck that is just swarming the board, like, there's your board clear with a body. Like, <laughs> Dwarf is just punching everything right in the face. Bam! Right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> well, Paladin is another card the another class that got a no duplicate support so spirit of the badlands is a three mana three four undead beast i already mentioned paladin um of course legendary battle cry if your deck has no duplicates get a permanent mirage i did a pretty good job of getting most of the uh tokens in uh this set but i mistakenly did not grab this one um so a mirage the mirage is really really cool um pull it up really quick but essentially what the mirage does is it looks into your deck and each turn it's kind of like a camellios but for your deck so it, it looks at your deck and just appears to be one of the other minions that you have in your deck um so basically uh. negating a lot of the the drawbacks of um the the highlander and it's so, so it, it it reads exactly at the start of your turn, transform into a copy of a minion in your deck. And then, of course, it says permanent Mirage. You let, Let's say the only minion you have left in your deck is Tyrion and you continue to just draw spells and not Tyrion. You can play Tyrion and then the next turn you can play Tyrion again. And then the next turn you can play Tyrion again. <laughs> And then the next turn you can play Tyrion again, etc. Um, because the Mirage itself is permanent, kind of like the um the the Shadow Priest card um that that is a permanent fixture in your your hand. You pay three mana, you discover a shadow spell. It's the same idea, except yeah. there's no drawback of having to pay three mana to discover a thing. It's just transforms into a copy of a minion from your deck every single turn. I love this card. If you can't tell, <laughs> hmm. Hold. So wait. If it transforms, I guess it wouldn't be a duplicate in your deck. I'm uh, sorry. I was just thinking, like, if that if that ruined duplicate rules, but I guess it wouldn't. No, no, because right? it's in your hand. Yeah. Exactly. It's your hand. So, so you're good. You're good. So if you've got Reno in your in your deck, you can heal up to full. If you've got Zephyrus in your deck, you can play a Zephyr. Like it depends on what it randomly turn, turns into, because it's like Camellios in in that that way. It turns into a different copy of a minion in your deck at the beginning of your turn. So, so you know what it is you're going to be playing and it happens at the beginning of each turn. So it keeps on changing. That's Super cool. cool. I like that. Mm -hmm. That's really neat. I guess that's going into a lot of Paladin decks. If you're running a Highlander Paladin deck, which there, there's already some Highlander Paladin uh, control decks that we can play now that are reasonably competitive. Spirit of the Badlands is going to slot right in. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, we got another one. And this next one is our favorite class. Right, guys? Priest. <laughs> <laughs> so this is an eight mana priest card. Elise is back. Badlands Savior. So this is an eight mana five five battle cry. If your deck has no duplicates, summon four four copies of four random minions in your deck deck so hmm. there was a recent big priest i i, I know I, I i said the 
<laughs> the evil words, big priest. Um, that ran like the um, new priest Titan. That mm-hmm. ran like mm-hmm. Yaw. That, that's right. You know, yep. all, all of those different things. That's what I think Elise Badland Savior is for. I, I think it's for getting the, those powerful effects that are either death rattles or, you know, those Titan um, colossal uh, effects to where you can have immediate impact. So if you have just like Neptalon, you have the Priest Titan, you have the Priest Colossal. I mean, your board's already full by that point, but let's just say yeah. you only have Neptalon left in your deck. Then you can immediately get the rush, uh, you know, because it's, Neptalon's a Colossal. Those two four twos also boop out to the side, etc. And I feel like they're playing it safe with this being eight mana, I guess is the idea yeah, here. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. And and um, you don't want to pull this with anything else because this is a battle cry, mm-hmm. right? So if you su- summon this, it's not going to go off. You need to draw this, play this, somehow maybe discount it if possible. But you're playing this on turn seven or eight. And so uh, good luck surviving till then. But... And it's going to be a Highlander deck, right? So you aren't going to get, you know, the duplicates of everything that you want normally that you're relying on to, you know, draw through your deck and, and everything like that. So it's going to be a little harder, uh, but it's kind of cool, right? Like, I think I think this is awesome. And when it, when it works, oh, it's going to work, right? Mm-hmm. So just how reliable is it actually going to be? I'm not super confident. But I think when it goes off, it's going to really go off. Yeah. And and if you were building an Elise Badland Savior deck, I feel like you're building around this card in particular, which means you're probably not playing yeah. Zephyrus because that's a battle cry. You're probably not playing Reno or Raza because those are battle cries. Like, do, do you really want just like random four fours that have no real effect? I mean, maybe if you're playing Seance but probably not because it's a Highlander deck. So uh, mm. I, I feel like they, they kind of built in some protection for making this just like too evil of a card in our format. It's eight mana. All those battle cries don't, don't go off. I, I feel like they, they did a really good job of balancing the powerful control, like Highlander support for standard, but not going out of control in our format either. So we really appreciate that. <laughs> yes, we do. I, you know, I also think though, like because you could do this, and then if you don't have a like, you don't win that turn because you just got a bunch of big boys on the board, and then they just clear it. At this point in the game, your spell stone will probably pull everything back that they just <laughs> clear. That is no right? longer a lesser diamond spell stone. <laughs> <laughs> that is a greater so, diamond spell stone. So, so you you got that. You got that. So and keep how? that in mind. <laughs> well, what you've got if you're playing Shaman is Doc Holiday. Sorry, Dr. Holiday. So, you know, it's a Doc Holiday reference for, you know, the Western fans among us. Uh, so Doc Holiday is a five mana, four, five Shaman legendary. No, no, no tribe uh, with the battle cry. If your deck has no duplicates, equip the staff of the nine frogs. So Staff of the Nine Frogs is a five mana weapon. It doesn't really matter because Doc Holiday equips it. Uh, two nine weapon. After your hero attacks, summon a one one frog with taunt. 
each frog is bigger than the last. So the first time you play, you you swing with Staff of the Nine Frogs, it's a 1-1. One, one. The second time it's a 2-2, 3-3, 4-4, four, four, etc. Um, and that frog does have taunt. One thing that we have in our format that Standard does not have is the new Alakir hero, which if, if you forgot, whenever you press your hero power, which does cost two, it increases your um, attack, your hero's attack. So this would be a four attack and gives you wind fury and divine shield. So the divine shield does not go away. The wind fury does. So you'd have to push the button again um, every time. But let's say you've already played Alakir. Alakir costs seven, if I recall correctly. Then you play Doc Holiday, costs five mana. So you play Doc Holiday, you push your, your button, you swing twice, you deal eight damage because each one is four, and then you get a one one and a two two frog with taunt. And then you do it again the next turn and the next turn, and those frogs with taunt just keep on getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I think this word Nate would say, I think I just vomited in my mouth a little. <laughs> 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 and did I mention that equipping staff of the nine frogs is a battle cry? Shutterwalk <gasps> enjoyers. No! <laughs> Friendly reminder Flurgle Tox has been nerfed. This Friendly reminder. <laughs> <laughs> so surviving into the late game <laughs> will, will be harder for that Highlander shaman. Oh my gosh. That so, is. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, buddy. And finally, th this is another one of my, my favorites. Ray Straza. So Ray Straza is an 8-mana eight 8-8. Eight eight. This is our, our druid friend. Uh, so 8-mana eight 8-8 eight eight dragon. Very relevant. Um, for the rest of druid's um, class in this particular expansion. So battle cry, if your deck has no duplicates, summon the purified dragon nest. Purified dragon nest is uh, kind of like uh, the juggernaut. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those, those uh, little things that just sticks on the board, you know, takes up a board slot, but you know, isn't actually a minion note for Reno. This would take the purified dragon nest away. If, if you're playing the, the Reno hero card, because it clears the opponent's board. Uh, so that is very relevant. So Purified Dragon's Nest, at the end of your turn, discover, or sorry, the start of your turn, the start of your turn, discover a dragon. It costs four less. So every turn, the beginning of the turn, you're discovering a new dragon. Since it's the start of your turn, you're not discovering it the turn that you play Raystraza, but you are discovering it when you'd be able to, the same turn that you'd be able to play it. Super relevant there as well. Um, and it costs four less. So if you're getting an Alex Straza from the Purified Dragon Nest, that's not a nine mana card, that's a five mana card. Mm -hmm. So huge discount there. I'm really glad this one isn't neutral. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it would be everywhere. It's so good. So is your face. Aww. <laughs> Thank you. So, and Goliath mentions in, in chat that the race Raza is one of the few lore characters in showdown in the Badlands. So race Raza is in fact oh. a lore character. Um, Goliath has uh, recently been on bread and butter where he goes over some of the lore 
from the, this forthcoming set, we we need to to have our our uh, sh- showdown of the Badlands lore episode ourselves. But to tide you over until that point, bread and butter, Goliath the dwarf has been on there to go over some lore as well. So very excited for Raystraza. Honestly, the druid class um, itself has a lot of dragons in it. I'm really excited, particularly in our format, because we can play like Kazakasan and we can play some of those like big, beefy dragons and those smaller dragons and dragon synergies that standard doesn't have that that we can just continue go, going on. So uh, I'm excited for Raystraza and for really Highlander support. Anytime we get Highlander support. Oh, yeah. So cool. Especially because we have so much else high so much well, other Highlander support in our format with like, Zeph and Reno and Alex Straza, the life binder, or not the life binder, the, the Highlander Alex Straza, that one. <laughs> yeah. 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 DQA. Yes. Yes. Dragon queen. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I know when they brought Highlander back to standard, like they brought Reno back. Right. And like they, no mm-hmm. one was playing it because like it, it just wasn't, I guess not good enough. Uh, back what back in my day, uh, it it was like Highlander was amazing in in standard when when it first came out, and then it just wasn't good enough when they brought it back. So I I I guess they were like, all right, you'll see. <laughs> we'll 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 make it better. We'll make it good. So that that's pretty cool. And then it just gives us and Wild so much more support. And maybe maybe it's not if you're going for top 100 legend or whatever maybe it's not what you want but it it's gonna be good it's gonna be fun and and i i appreciate it. it's gonna be great i can't wait especially with that neutral hero card reno lone ranger it's just so i uh i know we used to like decide what we're gonna craft gold ahead of time because that was something you had to do not, now you don't have to because you can upgrade cards, so it's not that big of a deal. You didn't lose out on anything. But mm-hmm. I feel like this one's got to be gold. Oh, right? yeah. I, I feel like it has to be as well. And I, they, they haven't, at the very least, released a signature version of Reno Lone Ranger. I don't know if there's going to be one. It, if there's a signature version, then like that, that's going to be one that I'm hunting down. The, the signature S- versions of the signature set hero incredible, right? Right. I Wow. If if they haven't done it, it's a huge missed opportunity. If they have and just haven't haven't announced it yet, then like yeah, I, I can't wait. <laughs> rewards. Put it on the rewards track. Don't make it $62.99. <laughs> they could even make a diamond one that's on the rewards track, and then like he's doing the like moving around and you know all the different <laughs> diamond animations. Honestly, I I hope this isn't a signature card. I hope it's a diamond card. I hope it's a diamond card. I guess we'll see. Yeah, buddy. Well, Hydra? Yeah. Yeah, sheep. And now, unrelated advice. With Nate Wolf. <clears throat> With Electric Sheep City. Uh, so... <laughs> I, we should call Craig and get him to re-record those with other people's names. Um, he, he he might be able to do that. Um, <laughs> so 
I, I, I'm going to rewind a little bit for this question. Um, as I mentioned earlier in the episode, it was a, a, a bit of uh, a thing for me this week where I'm going to be doing something completely different come Monday. Mm-hmm. My, my job is going to change and it's sort of a big deal. And I'm going to be tapping all sorts of resources along the way. And my good buddy sheep is a wise man. And I'm just wondering if he has any words of wisdom going into my new management position. First thing Monday morning. So I think the best advice I can give is to just be a sponge, learn as much as you can. Honestly, learn who knows what, right? Like learn those connections. You already know the company really well. That's why they wanted you to, you know, go there, but there are going to be some new things that you're going to have to have to do. And some new like people, some, some new like aspects of your job that you never would have had to do before that all of a sudden you're going Mm -hmm. to have to have to do. So learning who to go to for what, I think is is the biggest one. And with those different responsibilities and those different things that that you're going to need to to lean on on different people for, learning who gives the the best advice for managing people, who who's a really good manager, right? Um mm-hmm. learning who balances the best budget if you have to do budgeting stuff. Like I do. Yes. <laughs> so that that may not have been something that you had to ask people about before. So, you know, finding out who <laughs> whether that's your finance folks or whether that's another manager who who balances their budget really well. Um so finding out who to ask what as well as of course just learning as much as you can. Like the the actual mechanics of the job and and technical aspects is is going to be super important to learning how to balance the budget you know that that kind of stuff will will also be super important so just go into it with a really curious mind of how to do the things and who to find out what from so what you're saying is what i need to do is absorbing via osmosis <laughs> wiser words have never been spoken and you heard that on bore to be wild 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 yeah <laughs> right uh. 1 11 23 ish i'm not gonna push stop recording quite yet because what i've discovered is that whenever i hit the end recording oh, yeah. button, it freezes the stream so i don't want to do that like before we've gotten a chance to say goodbye to folks and 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 you know sent, sent people off mm-hmm. that's right yeah so, yeah 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 <laughs> uh i see tito by the way is streaming so we could probably some send something over to our buddy uh tito santana yeah (laughs) thank you everybody for coming out to the show tonight we appreciate it i would like to make a shout out real quick Mm -hmm. um to nate wolf who made this amazing background that we have going right now uh this active background with the clouds moving and everything like that was all made by nate he 
worked very hard on this and it's so cool and we appreciate mr wolf very much he did so good yeah we would not be here if it weren't for nate um huge thank you to nate for everything get getting a little little teared up i'm I'm not i'm not not gonna dwell on that but nate we love you love you nate and now i get to push the raid button and now i get to the nate father all right, so stay with us for another minute, if you guys can, while we send um, you guys over to Tito Santana HS. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, Bad Player. Thanks, Goliath. Thanks, Ari Born. Thank you, everybody who was here tonight. We very much appreciate it, and we shall see you next time on Born to Be Wild. Boop, bop, skip, bop, boop, bop, bop, wild.